Listen, I've got a bone to pick with you about this topic. Oh, no. Why did you make it so hard? (laughs) I mean, that's just how it is. Sometimes life is hard, Erin. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, well, we'll get into it in a second, but let's get started. Okay. Aaron. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Lie, where two best friends argue over pop music. At the end of each episode, one of us surprises the other with a theme. We both go off to make our own list for that theme, then come together to find it out to pick the top five best songs. And this week, it is my theme that was graciously chosen by our previous guest, Brad, from the album Concept Hour. And it is Solo Act Debuts. So we're talking ex-group members who left the group and it is their first song that they showed the world what they could do by themselves. What a topic. And it doesn't have to be, I think, somebody that left the group because some artists have had a little solo moment, gone back with the group, just been fluid like that. Okay, I'm fine with that as well. I wanted to say that some of my interpretations of this was a little crunchy, a little little rough around the edges because there's a weird moment where some people went and did a song where it's the first time they just used their name mm-hmm. as an artist, but it wasn't on their debut album or... Oh, I didn't count those either. I maybe blurred the lines a little bit. We'll see. We'll see how we feel once we get into the songs. But I thought of it as it could be either their debut as putting their name out there solo, or I also would accept, I mean, obviously, their debut singles from their debut albums. So I'm fine with either, actually, because there's so many good, big, hello world, this is me moments from these artists. I'm bitter. I want to know, (laughs) why did you limit this to debut singles? And with the addendum that we are going to have to have a rematch of this because so many of our favorite songs from someone who was formerly in a group were not the debut singles. Well, that's it. I wanted this to be a hard topic. We're going to start with debuts. In the future, I definitely think that we should revisit this and just talk about the best songs from these people. But I think there's something really special about a debut single when you're going solo because it's kind of telling the world, this is who I am by myself. This is the kind of music that I want to make that I wasn't able to make in the group. And I I just wanted to explore that with you, Erin. Well, my list of debut songs and my list of just favorite solo songs by an artist that was in a group, totally different acts and names, by the way. Same, same, absolutely same. Well, I'm here. I've gotten it off my chest now. You know? (laughs) You feel better. (laughs) (laughs) You just made it so hard, but here we are. Sometimes we have to do the hard stuff over here on Hits Don't Lie. That's just what we have to do. Okay. Before we jump into this topic, we have two little things that we have to talk about. One, (laughs) I just ran across this little article the other day that I have to discuss with you. Right. There is. There is this article about a preacher who said that he died and went to hell. And the Mm -hmm. song that he heard in hell. As they do, I guess. As they do, of course, I guess. The song (laughs) that he heard in hell was Rihanna's Umbrella. (laughs) 
And I just love the idea of a, a room in hell that is just playing the Rihanna hits. There's just a club somewhere in hell while everybody is up there dancing to Rihanna and singing Umbrella every day. <laughs> yeah, hell might not be such a bad place to go. Yeah, if it's playing the divas, I might be fine with it. <laughs> But it made me wonder, Erin, what is your like song that you want to hear in hell? You go into a club in hell and it's only playing one song. What's the song? Umbrella by Rihanna. Of course. <laughs> and you? I, I'm guessing you're asking me because you've already thought about this. <laughs> well, I did think about it a little bit. Mine would be, if, if it were meant to be actually torturous... The song isn't torturous, but the song would be Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. But the torture okay. would be you couldn't dance to it. Like you physically <laughs> couldn't dance to it. That would be torture. So that would be a really hellish moment for me. <laughs> okay, but you haven't had a chance to tell us about your concert experience with <gasps> Rina Sawayama in Tokyo. Who, me? Go to Please see dish. a Rina Sawayama concert in Tokyo? Who, me? And I have another bone to pick with you because you didn't send me any pictures. Well, you may know this about me, but I do not use my phone at concerts. I didn't know that about you. And I don't like that about you. I <laughs> put my phone away. I do not take pictures. I do not take videos. I am there in the moment. And I, you will not find anywhere on my phone any evidence that I was there. I'll just say, if you get a chance to go see Rina Sawayama, you have to. This woman okay. is a rock star on stage. She has this powerful voice that we were in a massive theater and it was packed. And it was the very last show on the tour. And it just felt emotional. Like you could tell that she really, really, really loved to be in Tokyo playing for these people. And my favorite parts, of course, was when she did STFU, Shut the F Up, next mm -hmm. to my favorite, Frankenstein. Ooh. It was a perfect pairing. And then, of course, you know those drums on Frankenstein. They went extra long. They went extra Ooh. hard. It was such a great moment. But she rocked That's out amazing. the beginning of the concert. And then later she sat down on a stool, brought the guitarist up and did some more intimate songs. And one of the songs, it was so surprising. It was just such a good moment. She's sitting there and she says something about like, when I was growing up, I didn't see people like me. And then I saw this artist who just turned 40 and made me, you know, realize I could do music and, and inspired me to do music or something like that. And she started to sing First Love by Utada. And wow. it was so amazing. It was just hair raising. Wow. The emotion in the whole theater. Everyone knew the lyrics. Everyone was singing along. <laughs> she was doing an amazing job singing. It was, oh my God. It was such a great experience, Erin. I'm so glad you got to go. I was worried about you the whole night because you never sent me pictures or said, oh my God, it was fun. And I was like calling you, <laughs> calling you your partner. <laughs> Well, thank you for being worried. Thank you for <laughs> wanting an update. <laughs> of course. Well, okay, that's enough about what I've been doing. Why don't we talk about what these artists have been doing since they left their groups? Yeah, you, you want to just get to it? Let's do it. Okay. Well, age before beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my first pick is an iconic song, an iconic artist, 
We both love this whole album. A previous member of the Fugees. I want to love talk about her. Lauren Hill's debut single, Doo Wop. That love thing. this song. This song. I approve of this. This was like an instant pick for me. I knew that this song had to be talked about. What? This was her debut solo single. What an amazing way to say, hey world, this is Miss Lauren Hill by herself. It is such a big hit. I considered Lauren Hill, but I went a pretty different route tonight, <laughs> which we'll get to. But good, good, good. I love this vibe. I bought this album. I've told this story before, but I bought this album when I was in middle school. And I could do that because it was a totally clean album. No age limit or anything on purchasing it. Mm -hmm. It didn't have to be walked with your parents up to the register so that the person checking you out like eyes them. Like, um, are you sure? No, they wouldn't have let me buy an explicit (laughs) album. But this album, no age restriction. Hard to believe that I was listening to this in middle school, and yet it's not hard to believe because it's just such an enjoyable album. It's just so listenable. Like, even if you weren't listening to the lyrics or getting all the message, the beats, the sounds, the production on everything is just silky and beautiful. Right. Um, I didn't know that this song was written and produced by only her. No one else had hands on this song. Just her. That's amazing. Which is like extra, wow, what a debut moment to be like, this is what I can do all the way around. Not just as a songwriter and a singer, but production as well. Wow. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad you brought this one. Little Miss Lauren Hill starting us off, starting off right, I think. Mm -hmm. I agree. What do you got? What kind of flavor are you bringing to this episode today? Well, I'm doing my thing over here. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about Pop Axe? Can we talk about one of the biggest pop groups of all time, the Spice Girls, and how each of those five girls had a solo career and pretty successful during the time that they were releasing music. To start right off, I had to start with my number one favorite Spice solo debut. It's by Emma Bunton. It's called What Took You So Long. Bunton. Yes, this is my forever favorite. I've always loved her voice so much. Yes, love her voice. Love this song. It's doing like a country pop thing, which was unexpected. I was just about to say it's a little Shania, isn't it? I guess Shania is just on my brain because her new album. Right. No, it's very much doing the sort of could be country, could be pop rock thing Mm -hmm, that was mm -hmm. happening in the early 2000s. I also love that, I mean, this is her debut. She's kind of going away from that baby image that she was forced into with the Spice Girls and finding her own image here. Right. 
I like this one. What a good pick. I was hoping you were going to bring the Spice Girls today. I did. I did not disappoint. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this song, no matter what we decide tonight, this one remains one of my ultimate, ultimate favorite songs is What Took You So Long. Ugh, I just love it so much. No one's taken that away from you. Can't take that away from me. (laughs) Nobody puts baby in the corner. (laughs) Baby Bunton in the corner. That's such a good one. The Spice Girls really did well when all when they all went solo. They did all do well, yes. Which is rare, I feel. Very rare for Very rare. multiple or even all artists to have a good solo career after their group. You know what's even more rare and cool is how the five of them each managed to have their own distinct sound in their music. Yeah. Which is amazing. It is amazing. I love that. But it's not Spice Girls chatty hour. Okay, so, fine. Back to you, back to your R&B or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, wow. Uh, well, okay. Speaking of a little R&B, we're going to talk about... <laughs> now, this pick may be a tiny bit divisive as far as the rules go, but let me explain after we okay. announce the song, okay? Don't, mm-hmm. Aaron, don't get mad. Let me explain. Okay. I want to talk about Kelly Rowland and Nelly Dilemma. It ain't that easy for you to back up and leave a mother. You and Dirty got ties for different reasons. I respect that. And right before I turned to leave, she said, You don't know what you've been to First off, what an amazing song. Brilliant song. It's a pretty good song. Ah! I'll give it that. (laughs) Uh, This was the first time Kelly Rowland put her name by herself onto a project. So this was technically her debut as Kelly Rowland, if that makes sense. I was that Patty so LaBelle? Hold on. Patty LaBelle is in this music video. This music She's video is her just iconic all the way around. We have Patty LaBelle. We have Kelly Rowland in the iconic red striped hair. We have Kelly trying to text somebody on Excel. We have <laughs> Nelly with his band-aid on his cheek for some reason. This whole music video is just the time 2002 this was it and if you don't know what jacob's talking about about kelly texting someone on excel just google it just google it (laughs) It, it. it's not gonna make sense (laughs) but uh all jokes aside about it being pretty good what a classic this song is i mean what what year did this come out 2002 i believe and it was such a hit the year that it came out Oh my God, you could not get away from this. And it's such a cozy, like, feel-good love song. Yeah. You know, around this time, we got a bunch of toxic or misogynistic love songs. <laughs> or just random songs about bad relationships. This one doesn't seem that bad. But, you know, I was obsessed with Destiny's Child around this time. It was sad news when they all we announced all that they were going to... Pause Destiny's Child, I believe is the term that they said at the time, and work on solo acts. So when I heard Kelly on this, I was like, okay, Kelly's doing stuff. She's always been been my favorite in the group. And so I was really excited for this. And her vocals. mm, Always so good. Overlooked because Beyonce was in the group. The powerhouse. Gosh. Kelly can do it. She carried it. Yes. I'm glad you brought that. 
I had to. I forgot about it, but that was a great choice. And you're going to hate my next choice. And I don't care. It's less that you're going to hate it. I think you're just not going to know it as well as I would like you to. And guys, One Direction, I can probably name three, two or three One Direction songs. Harry Styles, his debut single was called Sign of the Times. And it is just an all around great song. Really? It's not at all like One Direction, poppy. It's just a really great, I mean, it's kind of a rock song. Pop rock, I guess. Ballad, piano. <laughs> just all, name more genres. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Moody. <laughs> Sweeping. Um, well, you're hitting me at a weird time to mention Harry Styles because I'm a little bitter about what just happened at the Grammys that, you know, we'll discuss that on Patreon. So I'm trying to come at this with clear eyes and clear heart and clear head. But, uh, you know, there's a little part of me. Mm-hmm. Right. He won album of the year against Renaissance. But this song is five years old. This is before all of that drama. This is his okay. debut. Okay. Okay. Fresh okay. out of 1D. Oh, you know them like that? You call them 1D? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is a great song. How have I not listened to this? <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? Early Coldplay. Yes. Doesn't it give you that? Like yellow or something? Yes. I love this song, Erin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a- I'm actually really into this song. I'm probably just going to go listen to it after we record. It's very easy to listen to this song and enjoy this song and remove any connection to One Direction or Harry Styles or whatever you think, whatever preconceived notions you have about them and just enjoy this really good song. Can I be honest? I don't have any preconceived notions about One Direction because I couldn't name a song they did. Mm, I think I I'd just think missed about it. that whole thing. I just missed it. A great pick. I'm glad you brought that to me. Okay. I, <laughs> I really like it. It plays upon that part of me that loved Coldplay back in the day. It's really giving that sort of memory in the back of my head. I can't speak for his albums. But as far as the singles that I know, I think you would be surprised by how good his singles are. Yeah, maybe I need to find some time to do a a deep dive. (laughs) Really dive into Harry Styles. Well, there you go. I'm actually starting to have fun now. I've gotten over being mad about the... (laughs) I've gotten over being mad about us having to pick a debut single, and I'm enjoying this. We're finding these little gems that maybe we wouldn't have brought, you know? (laughs) And I forgot all about Dilemma. All I said to myself is, uh, Kelly Rowland, Commander wasn't her lead single. Motivation wasn't her lead single. So I'm I like, know. Mm, but Dilemma. Just leave Dilemma's it. was a good one. Okay. All right. You ready for another good one? Yes. <laughs> now, a group that you put me on to, Girls Aloud, also has Ooh. some very nice gone solo moments. Okay. 
And one of them happened after I had, you know, been put onto the group and was paying attention to them and watching out for guess. what's happening. And I was obsessed with this moment. It's so cute. This whole era of Nicola Roberts when she put yes. out Cinderella's Eyes. Okay. With the lead single, Beat of My Drum. I almost brought this. Oh, man. I love this song. Okay, you know what stopped me from bringing this song is because her second single called Lucky Day is... (sighs) My it's absolute better. favorite. It's better. It's better, but this is still a good one. It's a cute pop song. This is still really good. You're right that Lucky Day is like above this one. But when this came out, I just remember being excited about what she was going to do. This is so much fun. She sounds really good yes. on it. It's just a great little banger, isn't it? It is. It's a real fun one. Also, I love the way she just goes, for like so long. <laughs> Shame that Lucky Day wasn't her debut single, though, but we still love this. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say about it other than it's so much fun. And I've been re-listening to this <laughs> and Cinderella's Eyes trying to get ready for this. And it's fun. Okay. That and oh. <laughs> I'm glad you brought a little Girls Aloud moment tonight. I was afraid you were going to be mad at me for bringing this one. No, I I almost put Lucky Day down. And thankfully, I went back and double-checked myself and realized that's <laughs> not the first single. It was just the more popular one. But speaking of Girls Aloud, I thought I might bring a little Cheryl moment. <gasps> now, Cheryl. Yes. Well, let me just say, I brought Cheryl Fight for This Love. Yes. Whenever you feel like we're growing apart, that's just going blurred line before this song she had a one-off single with will i am and it's called Mm -hmm. heartbreaker actually it's a really good song i like heartbreaker but this is her i i decided to go for this one it's her debut solo totally on her own in her name and heartbreaker was technically a will i am song right i'm that's fine that definition i'm I'm, I'm here for it because i just want to hear fight for this love well after girls aloud were slowing down and sort of going on a break and doing different things Cheryl sort of became a megastar in her own right because she was a host of the X Factor UK. She became like the nation's sweetheart. She became a huge celebrity in her own right. So by the time this came out and it was time for her to do her solo stuff, everybody was pumped. (laughs) Everybody was ready for Cheryl, formerly Cheryl Cole. She dropped the Cole. She's just Cheryl now. She's just Cheryl now, and this is a fun song. This is a really fun song. I have this on my big list. It's low-key a banger. It's not a big banger, but it's like, okay, this is a subtle banger. (laughs) Right. There's something keeping it from being massive, but 
it's still fun. And if there, it feels very of the time as well. True. Uh, we, I want to talk about in this music video, she's doing a dance sequence with a bunch of dancers and she's just wearing like leopard print pajama pants or something. <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> The leopard pants. That's true. <laughs> Side note, she is a really strong dancer. Yeah. I don't know if you can necessarily tell it from this music video, but if you watch her live, watch her choreography, watch her when you're looking at Girls Aloud performances, and you'll notice how she's the one that's always in lock. Got every step right. She's trying to keep all the girls together. Yeah, eventually they put her at the front. Because her, her dancing abilities are so strong. And she's been a judge on a, a dancing competition show in the UK. Just a little side fact about her. I love the pop star to reality show judge pipeline. Yeah. We don't do it as much in the States, maybe? We do, because I don't think you're you're following The Voice. That's but true. The Voice I, I've has, never seen The Voice. Oh, it's got Christina, Gwen Stefani, oh, okay, Ariana okay, okay. Grande, Shakira was on it. You know, every time I see images of those, I assume it's like UK or Australian show. I've seen... <laughs> seen all those people that you mentioned sitting in some chair on a reality uh-huh. show or on a table of reality show and I just assumed it was a UK or Australian show. Nope. Nope. Well, that's why you're there on the ground in the trenches watching mm-hmm. television and listening to radio. So glad to have you. Well, that's where Gwenny met Blake Shelton. Oh, right. Okay. They both okay, are okay. hosts on that show together. Good for them. Mm-hmm. And good for Cheryl. I love this song. I'm glad you brought it. Like I said, it was on my long list, but I thought I'll bring Nicola instead. Well, we both represented. Girls Aloud showed up. Well, what did you say for last? My last one is a weird pick, but I think you might like it. Uh, okay. Do you know the K-pop group To Anyone? No. Okay. It's. Uh, I know it's... of them. Sure, sure, sure. Well, To Anyone, one of the members is kind of a rapstress, and okay. her name is C.L., And she broke away from the group and in 2013 gave us the song, The Baddest Female. Okay. Like I said, CL is sort of a rapper in the K-pop scene. And this is just an R&B hit to me, this song. It just has this hip-hop beat with the Korean rapping. And I love the mix. All right, I'm feeling this. Yeah? You into this? Yeah, it's got a good beat. Obviously, neither of us speak Korean, so no idea what the lady is saying. But there is one part where she says, not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good, you know? And I really feel that. (laughs) And I'm glad that she clarified. (laughs) So it's not a bad meaning bad female. It's a good female. (laughs) Just to clear that up. So I'm the baddest female, meaning the best. The goodest female. Okay. Uh, But I just love this. I'm not a K-pop person, but when I started dating Martin, he brought to anyone into my household, and I love CL. She's kind of in that Utada moment where she's trying to break into the U.S. market mainstream, but she has some really good singles trying to get into the U.S. market. 
And I want her, I want her to have a huge hit because she has some really good songs. Nice. I'm glad you showed this to me. Now the K-pop stands can't say we never did nothing for them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like since this is your topic and my last song is not Beyonce. Oh, like you, I feel like you should be the one to explain that. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I will explain it. Actually, yours isn't Beyonce. No, do we owe um, the world an explanation? You know what? We'll talk about it in honorable mentions. Okay, they can wait. The world can wait. Okay. Well, oh, did I say I was done with the solo spice moments? I'm <gasps> not. <laughs> I want to talk about a debut Spice single, solo single, that according to the fans is just one of the most amazing songs of all time. <laughs> and I'm bringing it just because I want to show it to you. But it's Victoria Beckham, Not Such an Innocent Girl. Yes! <laughs> what to say about this song um she only had one album the her debut album was just self-titled the photography and the liner and the inserts on this cd were amazing yeah the it's, promotions, it's pretty much regarded as a classic iconic moment isn't the it? promotion was amazing she had a website that was like a flash version of her mansion which they called the beckingham palace you could like <laughs> navigate through the palace um, they threw every penny or pence at their music videos <laughs> and promos. Yeah. And for her debut, Not Such an Innocent Girl, we have a totally 100%. Wait, is this green screen? I don't even know. It's either green screen or just a really expensive set. <laughs> I think it's a and, set. It looks like a yeah, set, doesn't it? Yes, it does. But it's like Angel Victoria versus Bad Victoria. It's great. It's great. <laughs> okay, I'm sort of putting myself out there to all the Spice fans right now with Uh-oh. what I'm about to Uh-oh. say. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's something about this song that manages to be both so amazing and so kind of boring at the same time and I just can't put my finger on it (laughs) it's like yeah this is great this is a banger but it's like it's a subtle quiet banger what year did this come out oh this is 20 years old this is early 2000s okay I was about to say you can't tell this is turn of the century pop I was about to say it could only come out during that time. So if it was any later, then it was basically just like a retro song or something. Okay. Um, I, I can see wanting a little more from this. There's a little bit on the table here when the song ends. It almost feels like it could have been a great Spice Girls song, sadly. That's true. But we're really putting ourselves out there. <laughs> Guys, just remember Aaron said all that. Aaron said all that. So We love this song. Wow. I'm glad you brought that. We needed that. We needed that on this podcast. Mm -hmm. We (laughs) took it there, didn't we? We We went there. there. All right. Well, you've been nervous this whole time. Are you still nervous to jump into the debate section? No, I'm cool as a cucumber. All right. Well, let's go. 
All right. One thing's clear to me, and I think both of us, is that Lauren Hill deserves on this list. Yes, that's true. Yes. Now, now I usually start and I say all of your songs that I like. I want to do it the other way around. I want you to start with all my songs that you like. Um, okay, well, Cheryl, Fight for This Love, I really like because it was also on my long list. And I had a great time listening to Harry Styles' Sign of the Times. Cool, cool. It was my first listen, but it's uh, it's kind of my vibe. I don't know how I missed that. Okay. Well, I think we can't leave out Dilemma. I think that's a no-brainer. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say that. I want Cheryl to be on this list. Are we okay with that? It's your yes. song, so I imagine. Yes, I'm okay with that. I want Cheryl on there for sure. We have two more spots and we have, uh, I mean, Baby Bunton with What Took You So Long, Harry with Sign of the Times, Nicola's Beat of My Drums, CL's The Baddest Female and Not Such an Innocent Girl. Listen, I know first time hearing CL, I understand if you don't feel like that deserves to be on this list with such icons. Yeah, you're right. And I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Okay. Well, you can apologize to the K-pop community. I mean, I don't have a PR team or anything. How can I just be expected to? (laughs) We'll get you one. We'll get you one. Apology. (laughs) So I think it's down to Nicola beat of my drum. Oh, I mean, I I like all of my picks, so I'm innocent in all of this. I can't be expected to throw anything out. I think you're not such an innocent girl. Well, there's, I noticed that you were feeling not such an innocent girl more than what took you so long by Emma. Is that a fair assumption? Uh, Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, we all know I have a soft spot for that moment of pop, that that (laughs) sound of not such an innocent girl. So I really love it. So we we have Not Such an Innocent Girl versus Beat of My Drum by Nicola versus Sign of the Times by Harry. And you've already written Not Such an Innocent Girl down. As oh, I thought that's you what wanting you wanted. It to be on this list. I'm, sure. I'm okay with it being on the list. I think it's an iconic moment. Yes. I think we will make I'm a lot of listeners it. happy. <laughs> <laughs> now, can we discuss Nicola's Beat of My Drum? It's not Lucky Day. Go for it. But Just put it down. Great. You don't have to. You don't have to oh! fight for this song. I don't have to fight for my love of this song. No, just write it down. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Let's do okay. it. Okay. And th- this will be a totally unedited debate. That's how quick it's going to go. <laughs> so, in no order, we have Lauren Hill's "Do Up That Thing." We have Dilemma with Kelly and Nelly. We have Fight for This Love by Cheryl. We have Not Such an Innocent Girl by Posh Spice. And we have Beat of My Drum by Nicola Roberts. How are we feeling list-wise here? Beat of My Drum, number five. Oh, okay. Fight for This Love, number four. Not Such an Innocent Girl, number yes, three. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. Doo-wop, number two. Dilemma, number one. Oh. Are we going to have to fight for this number one spot? <laughs> They're both my songs. You know what? Kelly deserves it. I'm doing it for Kelly. (laughs) That was the first time you've ever just let me pick every spot and just ran through. Well, I I was thinking the same thing for five, four, and three. So, and I do think Kelly deserves this. She deserves all the success in her solo career. And why don't you just go ahead and read us out, Erin? 
Okay. Our top five solo debut songs from someone formerly in a group are number five, Beat of My Drum by Nicola Roberts. Number four, Fight for This Love by Cheryl. Number three, Not Such an Innocent Girl by Victoria Beckham. Number two, Do Wop, That Thing by Lauren Hill. And number one, Dilemma by Nellie and Kelly. Roland. Open up Excel and text this to everyone we know. <laughs> I was so lukewarm about Dilemma when you presented it. But then already, you know, a few moments into the song, I was like, yes, I forgot how good this song is. It's in your DNA. It's in your DNA, this song. It's undeniably just a great duet. Yes. It really is. Well, we said that we would address the Beyonce issue in our honorable mentions. The Beyonce so- in the room. <laughs> Everyone, please turn to the Beyonce in the room. Let's talk about the first time Beyonce put her solo name to a song. It would technically be her solo debut single, and it is Work It Out for Austin Powers' Gold Member. song is it dilemma no listen we're blurring the lines here so you could have brought crazy in love and i wouldn't have argued against it i would have argued for myself because this was major when she did this like for me yes we're blurring the lines a little bit but this was such a huge deal i remember so much press around this she acted in the movie for austin powers and gold member and it was just such a big deal that after they were going solo she got an acting gig and on the soundtrack and did the music video and stuff. So I don't think it's fair to blur the lines in this situation because of how big it was. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. So I love Beyonce and I thought about just bringing crazy in love, but I couldn't, I couldn't in the spirit of the challenge. We couldn't erase work it out from the history books. Which is a fun song. I love a little it's funk. It's a pretty cute song. R&B moment. The horns, the little weird sounding horns, the little sax in there is really great. It's a fun song. Well, you're right. If it comes down to Work It Out versus Dilemma, Dilemma is obviously the better song. Right. But Crazy in Love, if we chose that, I mean, it beats all the songs on our list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I stand by because Work It Out was so publicized. I don't think we can blur the lines as much. Did you have any other honorable mentions from any other groups you love? I did. I want to talk about Steps. Yes. We don't get to talk about Steps enough on here. And Is this our... a Claire moment? Oh, okay. It's not Claire. Um, Claire has one of the greatest singing voices in the world right now. It's not her. I want to talk about our dear, lovely Lisa Scott Lee and her solo debut, which is called Lately. Ooh. You don't know how you're moving to me. 
she didn't get to do as much with this album and promoting this album as I think she should have gotten. This song is just a fun disco pop song. And hey, I it's wanted to good. mention Lisa. <laughs> I wanted to mention Lisa because she has liked my stuff on Instagram, my comments Aww. all the time. I always comment to her like, love you, you're the best. And she always comments back. So <laughs> so sweet. Uh, I do love this song. It's just a, yeah, it's just a fun little disco pop, isn't it? It's great. It's so catchy. That's the radio version. And it's cute and it's fun. But the version that I really fell in love with is called the Soda Club remix. And due to some misunderstandings in my illegal downloads, which I did 20 years ago. Okay, this was... <laughs> Teenage me. <laughs> um, I thought this version, this remix was the actual single, and it's amazing. So can we listen to the Oh, yeah. This is the version. This is the version, Erin. <laughs> For me, too. This is the version. It has those classic techno so sounds classic, in it? it. It's so good. It's giving that end of the 90s, like mm -hmm. 1999 mm -hmm. dance club bobs that is everything. I feel like this could be played in a club today and people would still go wild. But... I'm glad that I got to force lately on you. Well, we love to see some Lisa Scott Lee here on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Aaron, pick up that newly cleared mailbag and see if we have anything in it, please. Oh, what's this inside? <laughs> it's another message from our podcast fave, Matt, the host of Pick a Disc Podcast. Well, what to say? What to say? Open it. He tweeted us that his choice for a pop solo debut was Freedom by Robbie Williams. Crazy. I do like Robbie Williams. I've never heard this, which oh, I'm embarrassed good. about. I'm supposed to be the UK pop queen over here, and this is new to me. So it's okay. I feel like you don't have to know every UK pop song. I feel like I'm misrepresenting my people here. <laughs> it's a good cover. Yeah. Robbie's kind of great, isn't he? He's a great performer. He's really great. He only had in the States, what, that one big moment? Um, it was Millennium. Do you remember Millennium? Yes, 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 yes. And that is an iconic song from the 90s for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's how I got introduced to him. If you ask me to pick my top 10 songs from the 90s, I might just pick Millennium. I'd probably put Millennium ten times. on that list. It would fit right in, I think. It would fit right in justly because it was a huge moment in the States. I'm sure everywhere else it was as well. But that was kind of the first time we really got a taste of him on the airwaves. But I, I like this cover. It's kind of brave to do a cover for your debut solo act debut, don't you think? 
Yeah. Well, only he would do it. He has the only biggest ego it, in right. the pop world. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, thank you, Matt. And if anyone wants to send in some mail to us, you can send in song suggestions, topic suggestions. We've said it before, but we also accept pictures of pets. We actually encourage pictures of pets. You can More pictures of us. pets and hats. Please, please. Hats, we really love the hats. I would even go for like a bow tie situation, but hats are really good. You can email them directly to hitsdontliepod at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at hitsdontliepod. But Aaron, before we step out, there's one more order of business. Very important. So we're over a month into 2023 and now is my chance to finally debut my surprise to oh. you and to listeners oh. of something that I'm going to be doing in the year of 2023 with my topic choices. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, cue the game show music. Ladies and gentlemen, I would now like to introduce you to the, the Wheel, Wheel of, of Death. Death. No! Now, the Wheel of Death... <laughs> It sounds scary, but it's not. It's just that I've gone ahead and I've plugged in about 12 topics into this little wheel here. And every time it's my turn to pick, the wheel's going to choose it for me. <gasps> okay. That's right. So you guys can't see it, but hopefully you'll be able to hear the little wheel spinning sound. And I'm going to choose whatever topic it tells me. So are you ready? Y yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> It's time to spin the, the wheel, wheel of death. death. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe this. Okay, I have, it's more than 12. It's like 15 or 16 topics on this wheel. Three of the choices trigger a second wheel. And I'm just triggered a second wheel. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe we're coming right out of the gate with the second wheel surprise. Okay. So the theme is song title is a color. <laughs> song title is a color. But now it's time to go to the second wheel. Okay. Pick the color. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Wow, this is going to be hard. Okay, let's find out what color for the song title we're going to be choosing. Oh, gold. <laughs> the color is gold. <laughs> Okay. So, guys, our next topic is um, song titles that feature the word gold. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure out how to word that properly. <laughs> wow. We are going to need some suggestions for this one, guys. So, <laughs> go into your library, type in gold, and let us know what comes up. <laughs> I'm so pleased with myself today. I can't believe we already triggered the second wheel, you guys. This year's going to be so much fun. I love the chaos. We're here for chaos in 2023. So thank you, Erin. That's going to be a really difficult, but I think fun and rewarding topic. I just picked a few random colors. Just off the top of my head, I can think of some great songs that I like that you may not know. They're more niche that have the word gold in the title. I can think of a couple already. I'm good. I can think of a few. I'll allow Golden if it comes down to it. 
Okay, good. If you're in a pinch. Okay, okay. Thank you. You're being so kind. <laughs> there you go, guys. That's our episode. And hope you enjoyed listening. Jacob mentioned the socials already. And hey, you can check us out on Patreon. Support us there. For the price of a cup of coffee, you will get an extra episode, a special, and one extended episode per month. And sometimes we throw other things in there. But um, you can find us on Patreon at Kids Don't Lie Pod. And that's it. That's Anything it. Anything else you can think of? No. If you love this, please share it with a friend, a family member, an enemy. We don't care. Consider giving us a rating if the app that you listen on does that. It would help us a lot. And start looking at your library for some golden songs because <laughs> we want to know what are you listening to that has colors in it? <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye.